Warning, this episode contains explicit content. Please proceed with caution. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Whiskey Sex Talk. I am your host, Romeo. And I am your co-host, Maria. Maria, welcome to the show. Hello, hello, Romeo. Finally, finally, we're able to do this, and I'm very, very excited that you are on the show. Yes, we've talked about this for so long. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I feel like a year. (laughs) It's been a year. Yeah, we met on Clubhouse uh, in the dead middle of this pandemic when everybody was locked up. So, oh man, you know. listen, I'm, I, listen. I want to say something first about since we're going to be talking about pretty privilege. I feel like when first of all, when we're thinking about pretty privilege, I think it's fair enough to say that it's just more than physical appearance. I want, I really want to stress and emphasize that it's really the ability to capitalize on your desirability, which can vary depend on the audience. Now. This means it's not only like being attractive, but also having the tools to market your attractiveness. For example, right? Like you can be very extroverted and charismatic. Now, if you couple that with conventional good looks, you're going to be able to market your own desirability to your audience. That is pretty privilege. It's not just about being pretty. It's really um, because it's really having specific traits. Correct? I don't know. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think I would tend to agree with that. I mean, obviously, you know, we're talking about a starting point being good looks. But, you know, if there's nothing else to you, that's uh, that's the kind of shallow facade that is probably going to, you know, crumble very quickly. So, of course, if, you know, especially in the digital world today, if you want to be successful and capitalize on your looks, I feel like you definitely do need to have other traits. Pretty privilege, whether it comes from race, gender or sexuality can impact a person's access to opportunities. Studies show that attractive people are more likely to be interviewed, hired, and more likely to receive promotions. The hashtag pretty privilege has 250 plus million views on TikTok. So it's safe to say that society is aware of the concept, but why are we not talking about it? And this is the thing that that, that, kind of want to focus on is that there is something that pretty privilege does does and that 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 people have. There is pretty privilege gives people a jump start because if you're already good looking and you are funny then you're going to have the you're going to have a jump start because people are going to be people are going to be more open to you just because of that. Yeah, I definitely um, I think I would agree with that as well. Um, you know, uh, certain personality traits coupled with good looks, I think, probably give people, you know, a head start. And there's also a confidence that comes with certain personality traits, you know, an internal confidence. So if you feel good about yourself, you feel good about who you are, your personality and how people perceive you, you know, I think it's going to be just much easier for you to navigate, especially the world of social media. But, you know. Life in general. I feel that I feel like there is a connection between being really good looking and there's a moral judgment. There's this theory called beauty is good. Have you heard about this theory? 
where <clears throat> yeah yeah i mean i'm also you know i have a psychological background besides being an actress i'm also um a certified psychologist that's what wow. i studied in college nice so um yeah i would um i would say that the beauty is good phenomenon is something that i guess you know conventionally dates back to just the biological perspective where people assume that something beautiful, you know, is going to be good as opposed to being something really bad. And we also have something called the halo effect. So if right. a person is attractive, right, right other people um, perceive them as attractive and at the same time attach other good traits to a good looking person. You know, they perceive those people to be smarter, more intelligent, more loving, um, you know, all kinds of all kinds of positive traits that get attached to initial good looks. Let's say that you've been good looking from day one, right? Since you were a kid. Let's say you're not necessarily a funny person or you are, uh, let's say funny, because that's an easier attribute to, to kind of to, to pinpoint. Let's say you haven't. I think that subconsciously, when you're good looking and you've been told your life, oh, you're so funny, you're so this or this, you start living up to other people's expectations and you start stepping into those, you start becoming that person that people expect you to be based on looks. We see that happening or at least developmental psychologists look into that and they see how positive reinforcement, you know, affects the child. So if you have a good looking child, on average, there are articles that prove that parents treat good-looking children, um, you know, with more positive reinforcement and tell them, give them more compliments, you know, support them more. So even if you're, even if you don't perceive yourself as funny, but your parents do right, or, or your family, you know, uh, yeah, maybe at some point, if you're constantly hearing it, it does become something that uh, you believe in and, and then it sort of becomes, a, it manifests in, in funny behavior or in your belief that you are Listen, if you're good looking, especially in the in a content creator economy, like you're gonna have a, a head start, and and that's and that's upsetting to some people. But I'm not shaming it. I just think that it's kind of interesting that I guess it's it's a brand, right? When you look at someone that's good looking, and then let's say you're you're I don't know you're Adidas, and you're looking for someone a content creator that fits your brand, aka it's a look, then you're gonna want to work with that person because that person ha fits your brand. Because there's another thing too, like when I talk about pretty privilege, you could be a very charismatic person and be decent looking or whatever, and that's still considered part of pretty privilege because it's it's something that you're able to market. Now, here's the thing too: is that we're living in a digital age where everybody is dating digitally. We're on Tinder, we're on Hinge. I don't, I, I, I don't even know what other apps are out there, but mostly Hinge and Tinder. And I feel like, um, how does that translate in the dating scene? You know, pretty privilege is very prevalent thing. Here, here's my thought. I think that there's so many, I feel like the good looking people are kind of taking up all the space because if you have, let's say, <clears throat> let's say you have, you're swiping, swiping and in your town, there's like five people that are five attractive people. Those people are probably getting all the matches and everybody else. So that two things are happening. The the hot looking the good looking people 
are setting up they're setting up the bar for the rest of the people so everybody's being measured to that and what ends up happening is that people get overlooked when you're dating and i think this is what's happening and what happens with this right is that if you're we're, we're all living in a digital age there's so many good looking people and you're swiping 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 but we we get desensitized to 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 this to this phenomenon when you see so many good looking people what ends up happening is i i feel that we end up developing this kind of like um oh like I could do better. Swipe, swipe. We, 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 we desensitize ourselves to a point where what's happening is that we see good looking people and then you see like someone that's decent. That person is not, we're past, we'll, you know, we'll swipe left because we've seen something better. Isn't that crazy? I mean, I don't know. What do you think? I mean, you're not dating, you're married, but I'm saying like, this is like a craziness, you know, like, yeah, I mean, you know, the thing is with that, it's also um, obviously you're going to if you're going on dating apps, people are putting, you know, I think half the time what happens there is that the pictures of a lot of people, you know, you find out in the rea in reality, this is what people, you know, they, they, whatever, they go on their first date, and then they realize, my God, you look nothing like your picture, because it's filtered and adjusted. And, right. you know, you're well lit, your cheekbones are high, your nose is two times smaller. And then <clears throat> In person, it does happen quite a bit that when people meet each other in person, they're totally disinfatuated because what they've been seeing, you know, in the, right. in the pictures actually doesn't match up to reality. But I think in terms of, you know, I guess, yeah, on a superficial level, if, if you're going to judge a picture, a person's picture by the con conventional standards of beauty, uh, you're going to get a lot more potential partners that will gravitate towards that. Um, but then, you know, at the same time, there is the psychological theory that people are attracted to each other based on how attractive they find themselves. So usually, or a lot of the time, you will see couples that look alike, that look alike, at, at least in terms of, you know, in on the levels of how we would measure attractiveness. So I don't know. I mean, you know, if the I, I feel bad saying this, but if the less attractive people are going for the more attractive people. You know, it's kind of like a shot in the dark. And if well, they get, you know, if they get, if they get, if they get, uh, if they get, if somebody gets a more good looking partner, uh, you know, than, than they are, um, I guess they've kind of, they feel like they've kind of won the lottery, but you know, you're not meeting the, the person in person right away. Right. So well, that is the first thing you pay attention to. It's like looking at, you know, uh, the cover of a magazine, um, you know, that's what your eyes gravitate to and, and you, you go for that. But um, I don't know, in terms of people dating on apps, um, I don't know too much about, I don't know, there have been success stories with people dating on apps and stuff, but in terms of, you know, how attractive they are, how attractive exactly the partners are, I would, I would assume that it's probably still that more attractive people end up with the more attractive people. Well, and then it's, uh, less attractive ones will probably end up with a partner that is less attractive. Suited, more suited, more suited for that. More suited, more suited. Yes, let's. Um, you know, say that way. You know, we're living in a different age. Like I, I keep saying this, and what I mean by that is that you know, you know, we I talked about it in a couple of episodes. First of all, that I, if you're if you're on these dating apps, your your pictures, you first of all, 
X, no on selfies. That's the number one rule. We talked about this in a couple of episodes, but really your pictures themselves in order, we talked, I talked about this issue specifically where you see someone on picture and then you meet them and it's just off. What's off? It's because their energy is not matching what's on picture and it has to match fluidly. We've, I've mentioned this on, on the episode. Now, Here's the thing too. I mean, the reality too is that why why is this why is society so obsessed with good-looking people is because these are symmetry is by far the closest we can get to perfection. Whether it's when you build whether it's when whether it's you building a building or symmetry why is why are we so fixated with symmetry cuz symmetry there's some there's something beautiful it's close to perfection. So good-looking people tend to have these biological traits that we, I feel like mankind, wants to continue to pass because we as all have collectively agreed that this is the standard of what needs to be perpetuated or passed on. And there's nothing wrong, which is what's interesting is this is what I want to say too is that this is the fact that we, we, we're aware of this, right? We're aware that good-looking people, these are traits that we we want to pass on, right? Like men, women, we, we know this. This is where the reason why we mate, why, you know, stuff like that. But I feel like pretty privilege may also play a role in society's willingness to understand people like, for example, Ted Bundy, Jeffrey Dahmer, instead of just writing them off as bad people, because there is this thing is like, how is it possible right in the back of our mind that someone so good looking can be so terrible no there has to be there has to be one specific reason why this person is this way and we're so fixated with think about how many movies and documentaries have been on ted bundy and jeffrey dahmer very very good looking people and when you see them you're just like but how right like that's the one thing that comes to mind is like how like was it not enough but it's just this this we're 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 fixated on on this on this thing of like how is it possible when I'm talking to what, what I mean when I talk about Ted Bundy and Jeffrey Dahmer is, is that there's this we want to understand it. <clears throat> and when it's not functioning according to societal standards, a.k.a. Ted Bundy and Jeffrey Dahmer doing things that are not, we're trying to understand why is what's what's which this is why we're not trying to write them off as bad people. We're just trying to understand what I mean. <clears throat> I mean, that's that's what I think. I mean, I don't know. Um, I think that. People who think they have pretty privilege should be shouldn't be ashamed. I think that's the one thing. Um, but specifically, I think that like, I mean, like, um, right, let's talk about let's focus on the Ted Bundy and Jeffrey Dahmer. How much media coverage these two individuals get? I watch these documentaries and I'm just like, well, you know, wow, like it's he's actually interesting. He's good looking enough that I I'm willing to watch it to watch what is that it's all about. Right, of course. Well, and and you know, there's also, once again, you go back to some psychological studies. They um, where they link, um, you know, a good-looking, attractive person uh, to trustworthiness. So it seems that people are more inclined to trust a good-looking person, which is probably once again part of that halo effect. Right, you're good-looking, you get all kinds of other positive assumptions attached to what you are. And then you get a case like this where you have these good looking, charming men, you know, and this, this, uh, once again, we study narcissism a lot in, right. you know, in psychology. And so you do have those very good looking people, both men and women 
you know, that you would assume that they would be, you know, full of those all marvelous, great traits that you associate with physical right. attractiveness. But then you have the completely the opposite case of somebody who could be a murderer or a serial killer and, you know, using their good looks in order to lure victims in and then do horrible things. And for us, it's hard to understand as as people, well, how could this person be you know. this be so ugly on the inside yeah you know be so there, devious on the inside there is a trust this there is this trust thing that does happen right when you see someone that's good looking subconsciously or you could be aware of it as well but like i mean i think that's the power of advertisement right like when you have celebrities selling you this cologne or this product you're like well if so and so has it, it does some. There is some psychological thing that happens. Just as much as we're willing to associate positive attributes with people who are good looking, <clears throat> right? Of trusting, of trusting the choice of a good looking celebrity. Celebrity. Well, if this good, if this good looking celebrity uses this cream or drives this car or uses this brand, well then, you know, of course, I'm going to trust that choice and go ahead and. <laughs> drop 300 bucks on this right without really thinking too much about anything else sure in the superficial world i mean that's how that's how advertising and you know marketing works speaking of content economy because it's the most visible one how many people how many lawyers are out there how many veterinarians how many doctors and all these people are now social influencers the good looking ones are now like so and so doctor so and so vet so and so lawyer so and so and a lot of these people that have really good followings have become their own brand and it's helped them propel, you know, it's propelled their careers, but at the same time is at the expense of, 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 of their looks. Now for me personally, I think it's like, okay, now that we we're talking about pretty privilege and we're aware of it, let's just talk about how are you using it to bring others up, lift, uh, elevate others and, and encourage others to bring others, you know, open door, help open doors for others because you've been given that opportunity. And now you're somewhat of a gatekeeper, right? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, sure. Especially if, uh, you know, in the world of social media, you if you are that big, you have to be aware of the things that you say and the things that you do and the impact that it has, whether you mean to be, um, you know, doing good meaningfully, whether it's something that you're consciously bringing to the table uh, or, you know, just working on your content and not really trying to be, you know, changing people's lives significantly. You still are, uh, especially, you know, if you have many followers. So uh, in that respect, uh, of course, you have to watch what you say. And generally, sure, it makes sense um, to try and, you know, help others out and, you um, use your good looks to, um, you know, for, for some type of good. There's also the opposite side when, right. you know, I think it's interesting to talk about, you know, there are actually negative things that are associated with it. Like, um, you know, we have some information that attractive people, when they make mistakes or, you know, when something awful happens to them, they're judged more harshly because people expect them to perform better right. and to be more confident and to right. have all of these privileges. So when they fall, you know, and don't meet the expectations of others, uh, there's a study that shows that, you know, if you're a really attractive waiter, for example, but you're not meeting the expectations of your, you know, of your clients and they think you should do, be doing a much better job just solely based on your looks, 
then right. you don't get tip. You don't get tipped as much. Or you know, uh, there's a there's a pressure. There's that there's that soci- there's that pressure of uh, performance, right? I mean, th- look at like you, you you touched on something interesting. Like uh, good looking people have a they have a different type of pressure. Let's yes, say- on the one hand, it seems right, right. like it, that a lot more is expected from them. But on the other hand, you know, I find that there is also that stereotype. You know, this is where it's sort of double sided, but where there's a stereotype. I mean, I guess that's in our society. It more is more prevalent with women, where if you're an uh, attractive woman, you know, you kind of you kind of let a lot of things go. Whatever. She's a pretty girl. She doesn't really need to be that smart. That also exists. Well, women have a hunger. Yeah. So that's also it's also the funny side. On the one hand, attractive people are expected to be, you know, better at these things. And those are higher expectation of them. But then there's also kind of a lower expectation in some respects. You know, when it comes to girls being really beautiful, it's like, well, you know, she can be beautiful. Her life is perfect. She doesn't necessarily have to be a neuroscientist or, I you f- know, it's, it's OK. She can just be quiet. We can just look at her. She's a good looking. She's a good looking girl. She can stay quiet and. As long as she doesn't open her mouth, things are good. Right. I mean, how many times is that where you, uh, there's, okay, let's, okay. Like the dumb blonde. The, right, the, know, dumb blonde, the, the dumb blonde, the dumb blonde, or she's just, she doesn't know anything. She's just a pretty face. But look, listen, women can be harsh on, on, on other women, especially I've seen it firsthand account. I think oh, that's, that's definitely true. Yeah. I've seen how women, there is this level of, you feel threatened by the more look better looking woman she's gonna steal my man she's gonna do this she's gonna she's a she's a bitch she's this she's that she's only cares about herself look at there's more yeah. critique that happens to the beautiful good looking women and i'm not saying all women are like this but it's it's such a survival mechanism that we feel threatened by the one thing that is better let's be honest than us yeah. in terms of looks i'm not talking about and i've seen women just hate on better good looking women especially when you make comments i've made comments oh so and so she's so pretty or so this and women will be like really i don't think so she's this she's that like they start immediately attacking there is a threatening factor that happens when a better good looking person steps into your space and your realm you know um i think that we've all seen that Hello, they make movies about this all the time. I mean, we've made movies about competitiveness, about the good-looking people, the two guys fighting for the one girl, you know, or the two girls fighting for the one guy. Or even, you know, there's all these... It's such a crazy phenomenon to try to understand this. But the dark side of, 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 of the pretty privilege is that it can bring out the nastiest side of people. People can be nasty to you based on looks. You can be sized up in a heartbeat like oh she's had everything forget her or forget him we don't need him he's probably he can he can serve he can do this on his own they can do this and that there is this thing that we do do to each other to people like this we treat them let's just be honest there is a standard we treat them differently period whether it's on a putting them on a platform treating them differently or treating them bad there is a level of treatment that they experience and it's very very uh, I could, I would be traumatized. How many good-looking people are out there that are very, very insecure, all because of the way they were treated? You know, like, can you imagine being a good-looking girl in a, like, let's say, in an all-girls school? 
Yeah, I mean, you know, I went to um, a private school in New York City, so I know how uh, how 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 these things can get, and it gets ugly very quickly. But the funny, and I mean, that's the funny thing is, is though I think this phenomenon kind of exists um, outside of your even economical, you know, background. You could be whether you're, you know, a good-looking person who comes from a lower, um, you know, economic right. background or of a higher one that doesn't really matter it's 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 just that you know um you're going to get a lot of competition you might get a lot of hate if you're a good looking girl and you're really sweet you get a lot of hate from from other girls oh she's good looking and she's got an amazing personality or she's fake or she's fake or Or she's so fake yeah you assume oh she's not she's not really a kind person. person she just pretends to be right we so have it's like really, there it's, is this, it's crazy yeah. how how much of a how how looks just uh you know people are so inf- so obsessed kind of with this topic and how many different directions but um, see that's the thing is we're obsessed with it but we're not really talking about pretty privilege we're aware of like okay people good looking people have a head start or this and that but and the reason i'm talking about this is because you know in the dating scene like good pe- good looking people just have an upper hand and they're getting their inboxes are getting flooded i have friends and i'm i'm not i'm not bragging here too but inboxes you know you know you know you know <laughs> you know you know when you're it's just like 400 500 people just it's overwhelming you know and it, and then it just it makes you more. Let's say on the other hand, let's say you are you are good looking. What does that do? It makes you not trust people that much because, a like money, either people are using you because you you're very well aware that you are good looking, and just like people who have money, they're very well aware of they're being used, <clears throat> and you become more jaded or less more cynical. There's a, there is some cynicalness that does happen, or it could happen that you just become a little bit more less trusting of others because everybody's so willing to you're like there has to there's a psychological yeah, thing that true. happens you probably become a lot more selective when you're choosing right. a partner of course because if you have if you have your if you are if you're having you know your inbox flooded with uh 500 messages a day on the one hand that can really Trust. it can it can bring up your self-esteem and say oh wow you know i can i can have anything i want but at the same time yeah sure i think you might get a little bit lonely and way too selective and end up with nobody in the end. well i mean what could happen is look, look there are the people that are good looking and they go for the the jerk or or, or you know or the bitch you know or like the bastard why because we're so used to everybody treating us a certain way that when someone a different person treats us differently we're like wait what what's going on over here it has that effect too but look um it's like it's funny you say that you become more selective or clearly it's selective uh, you know the survival of the fit of natural selection is really the correct thing here but all in all you are treated differently and there and the reality is is that doors open up to you in different ways whether it's on a terrible side let's say like let's say we've seen it now from the me too like a lot of women celebrities they you know because of their looks they were expected to fulfill men's uh fulfill sexual obligations you know and it's just ridiculous there is there's an insulting aspect to it as well i want to bring it back to the dating for people out there there are going to be people that are going to be good looking and don't we can't be intimidated by that that's the thing is that being intimidated because someone else or a friend or whatever has more hits does not imply does not make less of you at the end of the day you we have to be 
us and we have to and you can always shine i think you can always there's certain attributes people have certain attributes for example women love funny guys that you know would you say that's a true like a funny man goes a lot like that's that's yeah, a pretty definitely. privilege I I mean I would oh um I would always um, obviously there's a preference I think every woman has her preference but you know at the end of the day uh I wouldn't be with somebody just just because they're this good looking person no no because no. that's it's only really skin deep and you but know there's people um, out it, there there are shallow people like that let me just tell that you. is that is very true there are a lot of people who would prefer to just be with a good-looking man or a good-looking woman and all other characteristics are kind of very secondary and you know to be honest they're they're also they are also very honest about it a lot of them are and they will just outright say you know what everything else for example in a female is second secondary to me i prefer i would rather be with a good-looking woman right right and everything else is forgivable Ah, she doesn't have to be that smart she doesn't have to be but as long as she looks good and you know she's good on my arm and it's it this is really just the trophy what i wife care about trophy husband yeah. you know look and that's I- a category that's a category of people and you know what i mean we live in a very multifaceted world. We can judge that or we could just say, okay, well, you know what? If this is what these people choose to do for themselves, I mean, go ahead and find out how that's going to work out for you, you know? Right. You know, <laughs> which is when they, you know, so 10 divorces and five, you know, 10, you know, you see that all the time. I, yeah. That's know. why all of the, I think that's why there is all of that drama in these relationships as well. I mean, because really there is nothing else that. There are no other. What is your relationship riding on besides, you know, just just looks? looks. It's it's something that you have to build, and there there have to be other characteristics to a person in order to have a good, fulfilling relationship. Especially if you're looking at it as a long term investment and commitment. You know, you can have fun and flirt for you know maybe one, two, three years max during your honeymoon period, but then, you know, life is going to hit you. How are you going to deal? with a person when their you know true characteristics come out and you actually have to work with that you said it and well that's true well ladies and gentlemen that is it for today thank you for listening to another episode of whiskey sex talk if you have any questions comments or concerns feel free to email us at whiskey sex talk at iCloud.com. That's whiskey sex talk at iCloud. Till next time. Yeah.